0: All right, Coach, go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll introduce myself, and we'll get this show started.
1: All right, here we go. Greg McNeil, Coach G, Um, you know, uh, doctoral student, clinical counselor, you know, fitness expert, coach, trainer, all-around funny guy, and intense (laughs) research.
0: Well, my name is Sherry Wilson, the owner of Genius Owl, and uh, I uh, i basically solve problems and help people um, craft the life they really want, um, which is a lot of fun. Me and Coach both do that. As you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, because we're 100 plus episodes now, you know that is what we do, um, we like to give our best stuff away for free. Now, we got a few little aces we you know hold close to the chest, but other than that, we uh we give you our best. And um, uh, oh, by the way, I did speak to so we've got some plans um to have some live guests join us soon. And oh, wonderful! And so, our first one has said yes, Ernie. And uh, so we'll, yep, we'll get that going when I get back in town and we'll touch base and figure out how we want to do that. But that's an invitation to uh, our listeners. If you have, um, you know, a place where you're stuck or, you know, you've got some great um, questions or things that you think are appropriate to the content that we've been producing, we want to take our work live. And, uh, so there'll be a little bit of prep. You can contact us in the show notes. My email is there and they'll probably, I think the way be best is just to do a little conversation with you and hone in, you know, what exactly will work best for the purposes of the show. And I'm excited about that. We've got a subscription service we've been discussing. So there's some good things in the works for our listeners and, um, I, yeah, I, I saw her Wednesday, and she said absolutely. So I'm excited about that, Coach. Get to launch our next phase, do some yeah. lives on Facebook, things like that. Some live yeah. events here. It's gonna be good. Yeah, good. Good. All right, Coach. So you you are about to start a new skill, and when you were discussing the the idea of the new skill. Um. Just this morning, I was uh, listening to Robin Sharma, and he was talking about the power of learning something new. <clears throat> and I mm-hmm. wanted to get into that because, you know, uh, like you said, a lot of people live in little boxes, especially as they age, and they okay. cease learning new things, doing new things, experiencing new things. And that actually leads to aging. And so, by the way, aging is not a disease. That is so aggravating. You can defy mm-hmm. time. And one of the mm-hmm. ways to do mm-hmm. that is learning new things. So, coach, you know, you're the, um, you know, the student, the the teacher, the one that is into the science. Um, can you dive into the power of learning new skills and new things, and how important it is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I you know, I like to start with something very simple. Okay. Because that's really how it is. It's like sales. It starts with the single sale, right? And then we go from there. If you look at anyone from from childhood up, what happens in their face, you can see them light up when they learn something new. Yeah. Because learning something new It's an action. It's really a verb. Something happens in you when you learn something new. And the intangible part of it is it it produces possibility in your mind. Mm. So you just have to, you know, to look at what area of life, what genre, what activities that you're engaging in. But whatever that is for you the individual you engage in something new and you start to acquire new skills the minute you start to learn new skills you start to change because of the action okay the action creates another action right so you teach a client how to become much more efficient at leading the organization that they run they start to feel better yeah. they have new ideas in their head about how to Engage with their um, with their employees, right? And then suddenly, what reflects back to that person is what their employees are now responding to. So now it reinforces that. Oh wow! By behaving this way with the, the people that are work for me, their behavior changes. My behavior continues to change, and all of a sudden, everybody is happier. They, they have a more enjoyable experience.
2: Yeah. That's a work
1: example. Yeah. Right?
0: I think about the impact it has on those around you.
1: Abs- absolutely, because it's sort of like a fractal. It really goes out. What happens to you is also going out into your environment. It's impacting your family, your immediate surroundings, your family, your dogs, your cats, your children, um, your employees. It, it really reverberates out there. So now, then we come back to just the individuals, mm-hmm. not your workplace, but just you, the individual. What do you want that life to look like? So you take up another skill. You learn how to hunt when you've never really hunted before. Um, you engage in things like competitive swimming when you've never done that before. Yeah. Or other demanding skills that take you out of your comfort zone initially, they place you into another comfort zone. Yeah. What happens when you learn how to do those things? Um, you know, what happens to the woman that suddenly realized that she is, she's taken up training and she feels the strength in her body. She feels how she is able to move. She feels capable in ways that maybe she may not have thought about before. Yeah. But these thoughts that run through the mind have physical, chemical, and emotional effect on the body of the person, particularly if they stay in it. Yeah. So you see someone and they engaged in changes and you've been talking to them on, on the phone and Then You see them six months later and when you look at them, you can tell they look different. They sound different. They even feel different. And when you ask them about it, they tell you they say, you know, I feel capable in ways that I never even imagined before. I'm doing things that I didn't think were possible before. And now when I look at my life, I don't look at at it as a challenge. I look at What would I like to do next? Yeah. And so when we see people that are accomplishing goals as they move through life, particularly goals that you see people accomplishing, let's say after the age of 40, 45, 50 and onwards. And in this case now, I'm moving out of the business realm. I'm moving out of this step, purely the economic piece. But I'm talking about the one that makes you feel good as a person when you think about your life separate than your checkbook, who are you? What are you doing? How do you feel? How are you measuring your life? These people have experiences that others can only read about.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I sit here right now thinking I went from a blank screen to doing things that make me feel good. Yeah. I wake up with the idea of. What can I do next? Yeah. Right? Instead of what have I done? Yeah. And this is what we really want people to think about. What are you capable of doing? And that's what learning new skills introduce to the mind. The capacity to think differently about what you're capable of, as opposed to just saying, well, I retire in a couple of years and, um, and then that's my life. Yeah. So if you could just kind of like carry on for just a second. Somebody is at the door. I got people on the roof. Doing yeah, I have
2: a so
0: couple of ideas. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. Go do what okay. you need to do. And uh, so I want to piggyback off a little bit of what Coach Greg was talking about. And that is, you know, um not doing new things can have a form of regret as well. And uh, Vanessa Van Edwards, she is a... Scientists, when it comes to happiness and um, introverted persuasion, things like that. And years ago, and it's part of my Persuade Like a Boss course, I teach about the happiness recipe. And one of them is creating awe. And so that's where you have experiences, say, you go for a walk in the forest or you. you know, walk along the beach or you sit in those places where nature is there and it's beautiful and you're awed by it or an art gallery with fine art, anything that takes your breath away. But uh, that can be like free. I mean, you can go and experience uh, those things and the awe of those things and and uh, it's powerful. It produces dopamine and um, uh, what is the other happiness? Um, endorphins. Thinking about your favorite movie will create endorphins. I mean, it increases it quite a bit. But the other two things that are relevant to our discussion today is, number one, learning new things has a dopamine drop um, each time you pursue that. Even if you're faced with challenges and difficulties in learning that new thing, if you keep going, you know, and you accomplish that, you have, it sounds like from what uh, you're saying, coach, is an increase of confidence, increase of uh, happiness, but also it inspires hope because when you're learning new things, the brain is like, okay, so, you know, the future looks bright and it begins to instill that hope. The second thing is becoming expert in your field or becoming expert in your skill also attributes to happiness and inspires hope and confidence. And so when you look at the idea of learning new things, there's just a huge benefit to that and it's not just like um like professional. So if you learn new things in your profession, that actually is the same thing as learning and experiencing new things in your life, like hobbies, you know, a new language, cooking, uh, swimming, uh, any anything that you can think of that you want to pursue. Playing an instrument, but also for those that are working for others or they own a business, you know, any professional, you know, I and let me see if I can find this. Oh, here it is. Okay, so um. One of the things that happens when you uh, you learn new things each day, and let's just even take it to the professional aspect, but this could apply to relationships, finances, etc. And I'm going to um, read from my notes from uh, Robin Sharma. <clears throat> he said that deliberate practice is the intention of getting better every day as you do the things you normally do. Brain surgeons were researched and those who just did the same thing over and over did not get better over time. But the brain surgeons that showed up with the intention to get better got better. And, and so even if, like, you know, you're in your profession, you just do the same things every day, how can you introduce, number one, an intention to get better and then what knowledge or new skill or or honing your current skill can you do so that you're better and better, but also that will inspire the very things we're talking about, the confidence and the hope. He also shared the story, coach, of Kobe Bryant, and he was known, I guess, for practicing like at 4, um, 4 a.m., and the point that he was bringing is that when you look at the greats, the masters, they don't necessarily have any skill that is outside our realm of also practicing, what they do is they do the work behind the scenes. And so he told the story how Kobe called his trainer (laughs) and it was, you know, like three something, almost four. And he he said, Hey, I'd like you to run me through, you know, some of my, my work. And he's like, okay. So he turns off the TV, goes over there. They practice, I think for about two hours. And it was the is it long shot? Is that what it's called, coach?
1: The a three-point shot.
0: Yeah. And um, so he just over and over and over and over for two hours. So finally, the coach is exhausted because practice actually doesn't start until 11. And he said, hey, I'm worn out. I'm going to go get a nap before practice starts. You know, I suggest you do the same and I'll see you at 11. He's like, Okay. So he gets his nap. He shows up. Kobe Bryant's still there, and he said, "Well, did you get some good rest?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he said, "Well, did you go lay down and rest?" He said, "No, I kept practicing." And and so it's doing the basics, but adding those new skills—very, very powerful. It keeps you young, doesn't it, Coach? Yeah. So, and one of
1: the things that Sharma um, is addressing. This is the point, point. now we start to connect I hope you can hear me okay. I have banging on my roof. But it is not the exceptional that makes what we call those who are great, great. You know, it's the practice. And uh, I remember um, reading something about the Olympic athletes, and they, they discuss what is the difference between the top athlete and the everyday person? It is the, the the ceaseless practicing on the fundamentals, or having in mind a vision of where they want to go. And I believe it was written somewhere where it says, um, "When the people lack vision, they suffer."
0: Proverbs right? twenty nine.
1: So, so
2: <laughs> just read so that yesterday.
1: The, yeah. But when you think about it from the standpoint of the individual, it is the vision that determines what the life is going to look like going forward. I could have very easily have said, I'm in a full-time doctoral program. Got a business, have a family. I don't have time for anything else. I could have said that. Yeah. That's not what my vision is, right? My vision is, I love the things that I do in terms of my research and my work. But those things are primarily services, a skills that I build that I provide to other people. Yeah. When it comes to my own personal life, what is my vision for myself, um, separate from that which I offer to the world? That vision says, "I'm living." To antiquity, right? It's like, you know, I have a huge number in my head, but it's not just living a long time. It's doing everything that I want to do in that process. Hiking in the mountains, running, fartlek in the mountains, F-A-R-T-L-E-K, if anybody wants to know what that is, and having that type of conditioning in the mountains, continuing to hunt big game, swinging kettlebells, And now, competitive swimming. Yeah. Right? As I approach my 60th birthday. Yeah. And the vision is the horizon. I have no idea what comes next. But by continuing to engage in activities that inspire, motivate, and enhance my life, then something else comes to me. And that's the other part of equation. Until you engage in that vision, you really can't see what else is possible for you. I like that's that. really
0: important. I like that. And I think a couple of things I'm hearing too, as you're talking, is making sure that you have an intentional incorporation of learning new things. Like it needs to be on your calendar. It needs to be in your statements. It needs to be, you know, in your journaling. The other thing When you talked about the, you know, like the Olympic competitors, you know, which are the top of the world in the world, of course, Mm -hmm. um, a thought came to my mind. It was almost like the exact same thing where when Robin went skiing, um, he was writing a book. And so he would write and then he'd go ski and then he'd come back and write. Well, his instructor, they were on a, a slope. And he pointed out this lady that was skiing and he said, what do you think about that lady over there? And, uh, he said, well, she looks like a beginner because she was going through the basics, you know, and, but she's doing a really good job. And so the ski instructor said, she's actually an Olympic skier and she shows up all the time and does the basics. And so what I was thinking is don't fear or let it bother you to look like a beginner, when when it bothers you to look like you don't know what you're doing, you're in your ego. And right. anytime you have a new skill, you're going to be a beginner. And that is just the cycle. That's the you never want to become where you don't need beginning stages or learning new things. Embrace it. And that's actually part of the fun is emptying your your mind of whatever you think you know. And just becoming a blank canvas and allow people that are the experts to instruct you. That's like when I showed up for kettlebell training with you, you know, I had done um, kettlebell work, not strong first, but Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'd been Mm -hmm. a personal trainer in the past, but I was determined to not take anything I knew in that would be in conflict with what you were training. And so that was part of the, you know, the challenge on the Mm -hmm. inside um, of just letting that go. So don't, don't be afraid to be a beginner at something new. That's part of the process.
1: Yeah. So I started off by using the phrase deliberately. I said, our conditioned um, responses, you know, like our conditioned thinking, like, what does retirement mean to you as a person? Well, most people's thoughts when it comes to um, retirement is a conditioned thought. You know, you should do this, 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 and this one, two, and three. Yeah. Well, if you start following that pattern and it, it doesn't really align with you, you're in a box. Yeah. It's somebody else's paradigm. And, um, when you're thinking that way, it's difficult for you to know what truly is important for you. So you can't get out of a out of your ego if you stay in that conditioning, because the conditioning is all about ego because we're we're setting up the framework for what your life should look like based on someone else's idea. Yeah. And we have to be you know, we have to be really careful about that. What's important for you, right? Um again, you've heard me say this before, I don't make a connection between, um, having wealth and without the help to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, um, I don't understand, you know, taking a trip to Machu Picchu. And the only thing you can do is stay at the bottom of the place because you can't walk it, you know? And, um, there are conditions, so I'm I'm careful not to be overly general here, but what I'm saying is this. The, the things you want to experience in your life has to be an intention. Yes. In yes. That intention in your mind is what allows us to have a vision for the new skill that we could develop. Openness is the first place to even invite a new skill. The questioning, what would I like to do next? What do I want to learn? And how does new skills enhance my life? Those questions escape us in the conditioning. I right? like that.
0: I These like that. Us. I, uh, you know, oh, go um, ahead. Sorry, coach.
1: No, that's all right. Go. No, you have it.
0: I was just okay, going to say that to finish up this episode, um, cause since I'm going to be out of town for two weeks, coach, I do have another topic that I think will be quick. Um, but right. to finish this one up, um, I would say to, to jumpstart, um, write down, you know, the things you've wanted to learn, you know, like it doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, it can be fun, personal, professional, whatever it is. And then I would suggest like we have our, um, clients do is what is an eight to 10, you know, pick that highest Mm -hmm. desire. And then another quick tip is get someone to coach you or get someone to learn with you. Because a lot of times, your, your subs going to show up and it's going to be like, nah, you really don't want to do that. And, you know, everything is, you know, messy in the middle, middle, beautiful at the end, even with the learning of a new skill, you're going to have days where, you know, you're frustrated or you feel like you didn't progress as much, or you have thoughts where I just can't do this, but the ones that don't stop actually do. And so having that coach, having that, person alongside you is really powerful. And then the third thing I was thinking of that's very important is schedule it. You have to schedule this type of stuff. If you don't, you will never do it ever. It will always be something that's always when I have time, when I have the money. Here's the thing. Once you set that intention and you go toward it, all of the time and the money shows up because you actually make the decisions that are required that capture the time, and capture the money. So just, you know, those three things I think I would say would be a quick start for you to make sure you have in place. Coach, your final thoughts on this?
1: Absolutely. What you said was very important. I mean, write it down because writing it down gets you out of the box. It allows you to think about and connect to what you or what your goals really are, what your vision is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think anything
2: does that better than paper review. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. So guys, leave us a review. If you leave a five star, um, please write your question, uh, that you might have for us, uh, that we can discuss on the podcast. Um, if you have a question and you don't leave a five star, we're not going to answer it. (laughs) So <laughs> questions and five stars, please. Any Anything like, let me just coach you a little bit. Anything that has been a burning question or anywhere where you feel you're banging your head against the wall, ask it. But make sure you leave that five-star review or we're going to ignore it. <laughs> so I
2: just want you to know. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, Coach, we're going to end this one and then I'm going to share my idea with you.